it's really important to surround yourself with great people by being a great person yourself. And by that, I mean, um, I think something that has been super beneficial to me is uh, I have put a lot of effort into being a lifelong learner and being hungry to learn and humble to learn. Um, I think sometimes we love our ideas as entrepreneurs, or this is it, this is it, you know? And I think um, as I've had the mindset of, this is an awesome idea and I'm excited about it, but mm. like, there are so many ways to, to go about this and collaborate and create. Um, I like every day I'm trying to learn something new. So I Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups to seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he help uh, startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And if you ever need help, just go to strategymeeting.com and we're always here to help. Now today we have another great guest on the podcast, Rachel Miller. And uh, Rachel, first of all, um, went to BYU, so go beat Cougars. That's my alma mater as well, so that's always fun. And uh, then she uh, started working with a, um, doing a couple or some work with a startup company. And one of the things that the CEO at the time was interested in was in mental health. And so she got interested in mental health and did some, or continued to kind of or play in that space while she was still in school. And then as uh, as uh, things have continued to evolve, that has now led her to where she's at today. And she'll talk a little bit about that more in her journey. So with that much as an introduction, welcome on to the podcast, Rachel. Thanks so much. Happy to be here, Devin. So I gave just a, a brief introduction, but maybe taking us back in time a little bit. And I think you uh, were you study or studied uh, design management at BYU. Is that right? Yes, I studied experience design and management in the business school. Oh, so cool. it's fairly new. But. So that sounds like a fun or a fun or fun degree. So now, as you're doing that, um, and I think you mentioned that you were doing that, and you started working for a startup. I think while you were still in school, is that right? Yeah, so I started about my junior year, kind of that summer, I started working for a startup company, Convoy Events, and we did, we kind of like to build community um, mm. from audiences, they said, turn audiences into community for making impact. So it's pretty fun. So that's where I started working with them and went through the end of the school, my school experiences kind of from that and then transitioning to where I am now. So now, now diving into that just a bit more, tell us, so you were do, working with the, the startup, you were doing, uh, you know, doing, I can't, I mean, you mentioned, was it Vibe? Is that right? I can't, or the name of the company? Oh, Convoy Events. Yeah. So we were okay. doing, we were doing corporate events for different local companies here in uh, the Utah area, tech companies. And we put on travel events, corporate business events, um, community events. And so I was very excited about just like, I love people and I love bringing people together for good causes. So hmm. I was very excited to be a part of that. And then as I was a part of that journey, um, I actually, the CEO of the company, so it was a small company of about 10 people, uh, mm -hmm. talked to me and he showed me a list of things that he was interested in doing and trying. And on the list, one of the things that caught my interest was mental health for uh, leaders and CEOs in the area. And I hmm. was like, oh, like I'm, you know, I'm interested in the topic. I have had experiences with people. I'm like, I, I like want to make a difference in that space. And so uh, we just started putting together like a monthly breakfast or a lunch where we bring different leaders in the community together to talk about mental health. Hmm. Um, and we realized that there were so many things in the community where, especially in the workplace, 
where like there were so many issues and so much stigma around the topic. Um, mm. And while we were having some of these things, they kind of started because uh, some great friends in that the community that did travel together in the events side of things, um, there was some actually some mental health crises and tragedies that occurred, which um, really was heart wrenching and kind of jolted people to to say like, what needs to be different? We need to make a change mm. in our workplace cultures so that um, people feel more safe and open to actually like talk about things that are struggling they're struggling with things that are hard and also like let's be able to have more normal conversations about this and so having leaders come together and talk about these issues while also having um seeing a great need for it uh it was cool to be a part of that in some of these initial conversations and as as they progressed it was like well if we really want to make an impact like let's build something let's do something formal um and I saw a room of passionate leaders and realized they just mm. needed an engine to move things forward. And I was like, I want to be that person. I want to be that, like, I want to take these ideas and like make them happen. Like they're so powerful mm. and so cool. Like let's make this happen. And so I just started putting in more effort and energy towards making some of these dreams and some of these, uh, seeing these gaps and things, let's, let's fill this, let's change this. Let's, Let's change the conversation. Let's make a difference. So, so, so yeah. now as you started working on that, was that now an initiative within the startup that was part of your job? Was it, hey, I'm going to do it as a side hustle, do it on my own accord? Was it, you know, CEO supportive or kind of how did you start? You know, you kind of have that this is needed, but then you actually have to figure out how to start to build something or start yeah. to address it. So how did you how did you kind of dive into that? Yeah, great question. So the CEO of the events company, Trent, and I started having conversations and said, OK, like, you know, at first it was kind of like one of the projects that I just, and the initiatives I did with the Convoy Events Company. And mm. I just helped lead that because we were passionate about the topic. Mm. Um, and then as we started discussing, it was like, well, we really need to make this a thing. So Trent and I had a conversation where we're like, okay, hey, let's see if people in the community are doing what we think needs to be done. And if it exists, let's support. And if not, like, let's create it. And we had this conversation like, um, like this is going to be a lot of work. And he just kind of looked at me, he's like, are you up for this? And do you want to do this? Because it's going to be a lot of work. And if you're going to like make this a real thing and found something like this, it's going to take mindset shifts, it's going to take time and energy. And I, and I just like thought about it and I was like, yeah, like I just want to take that leap and go for it. And then we had awesome leaders from other companies like Homie and Chatbooks and people who have been huge supporters. Um, mm. And some of those members are on our board. And so have created kind of like we had a bunch of company leaders who wanted to support the cause um, and support the efforts and um, I was in the position to be able to put in the time to actually like help create those things and then have some some support from these great leaders as well mm. so that's kind of how it, it morphed and then became like let's all found let's all create a nonprofit, and then Trent and Rachel found it to to be the instigators and the ones who push it forward so Okay. So no, and I think that makes perfect sense. So now as you, so you started out kind of working for the startup, you, he, uh, the CEOs and in, in interested in the mental health, you know, space arena, you had a, a few additional catalysts that kind of prompted even more focus on it. And he, uh, it sounds like you guys kind of got together and you said, okay, this is something that we all have interest enough. It is needed and it can, it should be addressed. So you started the nonprofit now. 
you know, was that the the CEO of the startup that was the one, the driver of that, or did he turn the reins over to you and say, here's your non-startup, go, or, you know, go get it, or kind of, how did you make that? And I think that that kind of timing coincided, if I'm right, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, with the kind of graduating or finishing up your degree, is that right? Yeah, so it was towards, I was in my last semester, and so he actually turned the reins over to me a lot and said, hey, like, like, this will be an awesome thing, like, you know, you take the lead, go for this, and so um, my last semester, I actually kind of took, I worked it so I could t- take less classes and actually spend mm. more time on the business. Um, and so we started, uh, I started like doing legal work, different things to like figure it all out and um, had help and support to actually like put, you know, put it all together and formalize it. Um, and yeah, and it's been really cool because uh, Trent gave me a lot of the reins, but he's also mm. been there too. So we've been like great partners in it. Um, but there's been, I definitely have received a lot of the the reins and kind of direction to actually like go for it. And mm. that, that was a really cool experience and feeling a lot of trust and being like, wow, like, okay, like I have the trust, I have support, let's go for it. And, um, and then he said, I'll be, you know, I'll be here to answer questions, support and help, and then uh, get it off the ground together and you run with it and I'll be there too. So it was really cool. So that's kind of mm. how it went. And then I graduated. And so uh, in April, and so we both then founded that. So we're the main drivers of that. So so now graduating and kind of now go, jumping right into your own non- nonprofit, you know, startup type of a thing. How has it gone? Has it been great and rewarding and, you know, exciting? Has it been overwhelming and, you know, stressful? All of the above or kind of how is that gone to, you know, because a lot of times you graduate, you work for a bit of time or you do, you know, you work, have a bit of mentoring and it sounds like you're, the CEO is still mentoring you, but to dive into taking that on is a bigger challenge. So how's that gone for you? Yeah. So it's definitely been a mix, all of the above. <laughs> There's been so many things that have been rewarding. Like I think I have personally grown so much because I've had to step out of my com- comfort zone in different places and uh, lead big meetings, make huge decisions, learn about areas of business that I had only, you know, surface level experience in from business school. And then actually like diving into like understanding them and making decisions. Mm. Um, so that was, it's been stretching in that way. It's also been so rewarding to see people come together and like, as we put, so we focus, the organization is a uh, room here and we focus on mental fitness in the workplace. So a huge thing that we're doing is reframing the conversation to mental fitness. This idea that like, um, we all have physical health, we all have mental health and it doesn't matter. Like we should be able to talk about physical fitness and mental fitness kind of in the same way without having like a, a mm. st- stigma around like if I talk about mental health, people sometimes immediately associate it with like severe illnesses. Well, that's a part of it, but it's not like the whole picture. When we talk about physical health and fitness, people aren't just talking about like extreme diseases. You know, they're talking about, I went to the gym, I did exercise, I did nutrition, I'm doing all these things to help myself. Um, so I wanted to have that better conversation. And it's been so rewarding for me to see people have mindset shifts that mm. like, hey, mental fitness is for everybody. It doesn't matter if I'm experiencing mental illness or I'm not, maybe, you know, or if I'm experiencing ups and downs of life. Like we all know 2020 was a crazy year 
And with so many ups and downs, and I think people recognized even more like, hey, like I need to be doing things proactively to take care of my mind, just like we proactively do things to take care of our bodies. And so um, the rewarding part has definitely been seeing people have mindset shifts. And we've had so many people just reach out to us saying like, thank you for opening up the conversation in a new way, because they've just never known who to open up to or to share Mm -hmm. about. And they've had, I've gotten so many messages from complete strangers, friends, people that I didn't even know were, were struggling with um, conversations in this area in their lives were able to then say, oh, thank you. Like I've been looking for opportunities to just like open up and talk about this or like um, this is so needed. And, mm. and seeing all those messages and also being able to hear people's stories and see mindset shifts has been so amazing and so worth some of the things where <laughs> I feel lost and I'm like, oh, I'm so new to this, but Um, it's like, I want to be good at this. I want to learn. I want to be successful because of the impact that I'm seeing it have on people's lives Mm. and their mindsets and then their ability to kind of, uh, to handle the challenges that come their way in life. And so I think that's been really, really cool and rewarding for me. No, I mean, that's awesome. So now as you, so with all that in mind, as you look towards, you know, the next six to 12 months, kind of where you guys are heading and what you're planning on doing, what does that look like? Or kind of where, where is that headed? Yeah. So room here, one of our biggest focuses. So we want to change the conversation and we're helping companies and individuals pledge to be allies for mental fitness. So mm. companies can pledge and it's a company they pledge to measure their mental health culture, make plans to improve, and then share what they're learning with their community. And so we've partnered with um, some PhD researchers actually from BYU, have background mm. in psychology, clinical work, and organizational behavior. And so we've created some benchmark surveys and things that help people measure inside of a company culture where they're at in stigma, burnout, and some of these <laughs> key areas in mental mm. fitness. And then, uh, so then we're helping companies to actually create mental fitness plans and provide some services and resources for that. Mm. So super excited about that. Um, And then for individuals who pledge to be mental fitness allies, um, we're creating this community where people can step up and be be leaders and be people who can be open to the conversation, receive resources on how to engage in mental fitness in their lifestyle and really, just change the conversation and be be uh, uh, people that create psychological safety in the workplace. So, the mm. next six to twelve months, we're we're really helping hoping to help a lot more companies. Um, we're specifically focusing on the tech space right now, but we we mm. hope to expand other places as well. But we want to see. Um, we'd love to see longer than twelve months. We'd love to see all tech companies, all companies have mental fitness plans in their organizations just like they have plans for other areas of benefits and health and things like that we'd love people to have mental fitness plans so yeah this next year we're really focusing in on um helping people build their plans building the conversation in the community in Mm. bigger ways and um helping companies to really implement and measure change so that we can track that change and actually show what things are making the difference for organizations and people Awesome. Well, I think that that sounds like it's, a, it's an exciting uh, direction to be in. Uh, it will be a fun, uh, fun next year for you. So, 
now as we you know so we start to wrap towards the end of the podcast and you know we discuss your journey i always ask two questions and so we'll jump to those now so the first question so along your journey you know and it it, and i know there's lots of journey left to come but along your journey so far what's the uh worst business decision you ever made and what did you learn from it yeah good question so i've actually thought about this one because um i am pretty new so i haven't had too many like too a long time in this space. Mm. Um, I don't have any like huge business decisions where I feel like I totally made a huge mistake. I think I've had a lot of little learnings. Like one of the things that I've learned for sure is that uh, things often take longer than you think they will. (laughs) So like as we've been developing out uh, different content pieces or some of our research, it's like recognizing that like oh some of these things take a lot longer than I thought they would (laughs) and so and so some of my business decisions that I've learned is like okay it's important to to not make too strong of promises too early if you're not sure that things are really going to Mm. map out the way that you that they are planned out for and uh, recognize that things do take longer than usual and so Mm. being able to be good at communicating that um and giving a timeline, but also recognizing that like, there are some of these factors. And I think, um, so I think that's something that I've learned a lot of is how to how to communicate well, you know, timelines without uh, being way too overly optimistic to, to mm. a place that then it causes, you know, uh, a little bit of like backtracking. So I think that's something that I've learned um, in business so far and, and in my experiences. No, and I think that's a great lesson to learn. I think it's one where, yeah, it's not as an entrepreneur, you always tend to be optimistic. You always think, yeah. oh, well, but yes, everybody else is going to take them twice as long or is going to be twice as expensive, but we know what we're doing and we're going to do it differently. Yeah. And then you get into it and you come to find out, no, it really does take twice as long and it, it takes uh, more than you ever ante- or more costs than you anticipated. So I think it's a lesson, a good lesson to learn and certainly some or one that a lot of most entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs will have to learn at some point. Now, totally. second question I always ask is it now if you're talking to someone that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Yeah, so just getting into a startup and starting a business, um, I think the one piece of advice I would give is it's really important to surround yourself with great people by mm-hmm. being a great person yourself. And by that, I mean, um, I think something that has been super beneficial to me is uh, I have put a lot of effort into being a lifelong learner and being hungry to learn and humble to learn. Um, I think sometimes we love our ideas as entrepreneurs, right? This is it, this is it, you know? And I think um, as I've had the mindset of, this is an awesome idea and I'm excited about it, but mm. like there are so many ways to, to go about this and collaborate and create. Um, I like every day I'm trying to learn something new. So I spend time reading or I spend mm. time talking to people who are more expert at things than I am, because mm. I think entrepreneurs who are, who recognize that, that they can make a difference and have the drive and passion to do so, but also recognize that the biggest differences that they will make will be because they're connected to great people and are great learners and are willing to like, learn and keep growing I think that makes the biggest difference in it's made that one of the biggest differences in me moving forward um because I think I recognize that I am not expert in a lot of these fields and a lot of things there are things that I am 
I am really good at and I do have strengths and I need to recognize that. But if I stop my, if I stop learning and I stop um, talking to experts and stop talking to people that um, are great influences, then, then I, I just limit myself and, and the ability for the missions and the efforts that I'm trying to put forward. So I think, yeah, be a lifelong learner and be humble and hungry would be my kind of piece of advice for any entrepreneur. No, and I I think that's great advice in the sense, I think that even if you were an expert, every, no matter your industry, almost everyone is still evolving, still changing and things are always, or even if your industry doesn't change, whether COVID comes along or anything else, it's always uh, good to be learning and to be expanding your knowledge base such that you can better be prepared to anticipate those changes. So I think that's certainly a great, uh, great lesson to learn or things that people should take to heart. Well, as people are um, wanting to reach out to you, they're wanting to find out more, they're wanting to support the nonprofit, they want to use it in their company, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what's the best way to connect up to you and uh, and, uh, find out more? Yeah, great. So people can look at our website, roomhere.org, and that has a lot of information about us. Um, You can sign the pledge, learn about that. If you want to connect with me personally, you can reach out to my email rachel at roomhere.org um and then we also have an instagram uh channel room here so people can learn a lot more about the initiatives we're doing the efforts we're doing uh, companies and if companies are interested in the resources the surveys and the mental fitness plans that we're helping people create um yeah reaching out to me or through our website to sign the pledges is the best way to do that Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage everybody to reach out to you, find out more, be a supporter, and uh, you and uh, use what you guys have going on. So, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Now, as uh, all for all of you listeners, um, if you have your own journey to tell, feel free to uh, apply to be on the podcast by going to inventiveguest.com. If you're a listener, also make sure to click subscribe so you know get notifications as all the awesome episodes come out, and also leave us a review. And last but not least. If you ever need help with patents and trademarks, feel free to reach out to us. We're always here to help. Just go to strategymeeting.com. Thank you again, Rachel. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. And uh, wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you. Appreciate it.